This is uh, JW, and you're listening to GADCAST. Um, sorry about the house band. Our last house band died in a, a wood chipper accident. What and, a tragedy. Yeah, Jesus just, Christ, where do you find these guys? So we, uh, we called up Metallica, and they recorded that song for us. Um, anyway, uh, get on with the show. Um, this is GADCAST episode three. Uh, we need an explanation of Adam giving away free copies of Skeptic's <laughs> record at a show. Apparently. Yeah, okay. First of all, I'm Adam, that's Jesse, that's Andy, can you see me pointing? And that's Jacob, he's our guest. Jacob Reagan's here! Yeah, Reagan. Hello. Woo! So, in uh, last week's episode, I said uh already. So, <laughs> in last week's episode... We made reference to me giving away free skeptic records at a Tiger Hellicide show that was going on at the same time as the skeptic show where they were selling those records. Yes. It's not a nice thing to do. But it's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> but we were there was a time okay, that their record was uh it was it was on Broken Dixie Records. And it was uh, Heartless Dixie, I think is what the record called. You got a copy over there. Oh, that's right. I good. gave you a free copy. Yeah, just like you did the show. They're yeah. probably happy about all this. Well, you were at the wrong show, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's Heartless Dixie. Heartless, Heartless Dixie, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, it was on uh, Broken Dixie Records, which is uh, by these like really nice guys, Brandon and Rob. And what they want to do is just make vi- put out vinyl every once in a while, make it really nice looking, really special. And... Uh, so far, they haven't put out any other releases. It's been a few years now. But just things happen. I was helping them out, but maybe maybe we'll get another record out sometime. But uh, what happened was they gave me a stack to give away at the show. And at first, we didn't realize we'd be up against Skeptic. And it was a bad situation. We were playing at the Syndicate Lounge just when they were first starting. So it was like over in like the other room. Now Syndicate Lounge is gone anyway. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of people love that place. And uh, so, but my uh, my friend Aaron was was running it. He's the guy who had the, the lounge going and everything. And at the time, Rapid Randy was booking, so he he had booked us there. So it was us, the Go Go Killers, Omen. Final Omen, and it was. I mean, it was a good show. It, it was a good show. Mm-hmm. But what you ended up with was us going against. Was it where was it? Was that the Nick? I don't know. Was Jacob in the band at the time? Jake was in the band with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was on bass. Oh, I yeah. betrayed you too. Yeah. I didn't even know. So. Uh, I was watching the Coffin Cats. Yeah, so it was the Coffin Cats. So here's what we had: the Coffin Cats and Skeptic going against the Go Go Killers and Tiger Hellicide. So we really might have had some of the same audience, and that was a problem. Like because Go Go Killers, you know, they speak to a lot of the same kind of people who might like the Coffin Cats. I like the Go Go Killers a lot better. But so what we're saying is that Jesse hates the Coffin Cats <laughs> and the Go Go Killers. No. Uh, they were sweet men and yeah. had nice so, mustaches. But that's what happened was we had we had a, a stack of the records that we were supposed to give out. And a lot of the idea was this was the first record from Broken Dixie Records. So they kind of wanted a lot of people just to have their hands on it anyway. So they'd get the interest of. And they, they love Skeptic so much they want people to hear Skeptic. And I have told the guys from Skeptic that I did that. Yes. So that's another thing. It's not like this big like... He did what? He revealed, I mean, that'd be awesome if I revealed crazy shit like that. Just yeah. like every episode, I just name some way I fuck somebody over. Some that would be story. my favorite show. 
<laughs> Except I'd be in trouble every time. Yeah, but one of my favorite things about doing a podcast with Adam is he always brings gifts. So he's like Nardwar, but like not as annoying. Um. <laughs> working on it. I say uh, fuck more. You do. You say fuck a lot more. Mm-hmm. And you don't do, 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 do. Mm-mm. But, um, so, uh, what was the energy of the show coming from both you guys? Did you guys, uh, like, have a good turnout? Was no. It like- we had a terrible turnout. Sound was amazing because Aaron was doing the sound. He's sound guy. So, mm-hmm. sound was amazing, but hardly anybody was there. Uh, the load in was great. <laughs> the load-in was horrible. <laughs> you have to climb like scary little fire escape fire stairs. Fire escape stairs. Oh, scary wow. little alley. It was it was horrifying. You have to haul your gear up that. Those gigantic uh, amps. Ugh. It's a good thing you're in athletic wear. I hope you were then. I, I almost I almost died. I really handed a bunch of my stuff over to to Jared. Jared was in the band at the time. Good, man, good thing he didn't have his cab. <laughs> so uh, a lot of people have uh, talked about definitely not Adam he didn't coin this term at all um, the Jacob Reagan core also known as Jacob core hey hey oops sorry sorry I uh, I swear I don't use our own music as ringtone I think I mentioned this last time yeah, uh, deja <laughs> what vu the, what the fuck in this motherfucker um, I'll be Jesus fucked <laughs> so uh, yeah, Jacob Core, Jacob Reagan Core. So uh, where does that term come? You're from? in the midst of it. Because <laughs> who, who who said that? It was definitely not Adam. Yeah, I don't know who it was. It, it may have been me. It was Adam. It was probably me. <laughs> I, I probably referred to Jacob Core because so we had like any any small town, you you don't have very many drummers, so the drummer gets passed around like a two bit used drummer. drummer. Yeah, like, two bit drummer. Like a like a bent, worn out, stretched out drummer. And so he ends up playing in a bunch of different bands. And I mean we've had we've had shows where he played were you in three different bands? The yeah, there was that one time it was Tiger Hellicide, Russian Love Machine, and Divine Shakes. Yeah. Oh man. But people looked at him like he was a hero at the yeah. end of it. People wanted his autograph. They were blown away because just the they, sheer endurance it took. Like see these muscles on him? These are like just from that night. He doesn't work out or anything. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember there was a similar situation going on in Florence one time. Uh, PJ Pistol played drums, and like all of his five bands played at the uh, it was Old Town Tavern, and they called it like uh, Pistol Fest or yeah. PJ Fest or some shit. So that's pretty cool. Um, Jacob, could you name all the bands you've ever been in at once and make up a few at the same time? And make up a few? Yeah, if you want to. Oh, okay. Um, just, you don't have, you don't have to name all the of them. He really doesn't have to make up any for it to sound like a bunch. <laughs> you can just say stuff. Just the ones you want to talk about. And oh, man. Yeah, we know one you won't name. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also oh, just, just say new names for things. There is Russian Love Machine, of course. Wrong. Okay. No, <laughs> uh, the Divine Shakes. Tiger Hill Aside. Uh... False Sun, Sex Raptor, my uh, solo project, The Sebastian Trials, uh, Bounty Hunter, and there's there's more projects I've been in that have been either unnamed or they didn't really do anything, so they're not. You're in the Mudbloods. The Mudbloods. You were in the Mudbloods? You are in a wizard rock band? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. What house are you in? (laughs) I used to be a Gryffindor, but I retook it recently and I've changed. I'm a Slytherin. You're Slytherin now. I'm Slytherin. I'm claiming it. I wonder if it changes with your mood and stuff. But I've, I've 
It was a few years ago that I was a Gryffindor, and I'm pretty sure I've really changed. Things so. have changed you. I'm a Hufflepuff. My uh, 16 personality traits I would thing changed that. too. Even so. even if I didn't know anything about Harry Potter, I just assumed that. <laughs> <laughs> Miscellaneous I, category. I, yeah, well, you know, I have allergies, but also, you know, they stay in fault and Hogwarts, so you know, they're, they're pretty cool. But um, and Tonks, you know, she was dope. She was a Hufflepuff, but um, anyway, I digress. Um, I can't even think of any more. I, I have uh, a couple secret things in works. That might not even work out, so we'll see. I need to see Fall Suns live and yeah. Divine Shakes. Are they, are they ever gonna? Are you guys ever gonna do anything again, or is that like? I have no idea. No comment. We never officially broke up. We kind of just stopped, and it's been over four years since we played. So cool. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm looking forward for but, a reunion because I loved that record. But um, Fall Suns is. Half Divine Shakes, and also half Russian Love Machine, and half Boo Rat. Yeah, Bones. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, it sounds that like, makes that's sense. three halves. Yeah, that's three halves, that's but it, it makes sense if you know. It's the it's the Gatson Supergroup. So <laughs> yeah, I've got to check that out live. Um, I'm sad that I missed we, the show. I didn't I didn't even know. We have stuff on Spotify. Really? Yeah, and you really need to check out. False Suns has stuff on Spotify. Hey, check out False Suns on Spotify. Spotify. Um. Have you checked? Hey, uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard Fall Suns yet at all, so that'll be... I, I hear that your band Tiger Hellicide has a new EP out. Yes. See, this is a good scheme. We keep having guys in the band on, so we can keep advertising the yep. same album. Oh, yes. It's going to be amazing. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, probably my favorite Tiger Hellicide thing yet, mostly because of Zodiac Killer. Yeah, Zodiac Killer is like one of my favorite songs as well. It really worked. Like the whole, the whole thing. I like that song a lot. I know I'm part of it, and I shouldn't say that I like my own music, but I like that song. I really like um, Axe Murder uh, Three. <laughs> Look who's Axe Murdering now. That's a really good one. No, <laughs> no that one's alright. And it's um, super original. Yeah, jerking also a lot of fun. Um, and also, oh, yeah, yeah, that that the yeah, song's yeah. pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The song is fun, fun to play. Uh, so, wh which song do you hate off the EP? Axe Murderer 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that was supposed to be like a quickie, little noisy, nasty recording. We just throw in as a, you know, on the other side of a Boneyard Mafia thing they recorded in the afternoon. And mm -hmm. we ended up taking a year and a half to, to do our, our end. It sounds like we put a lot of effort into it, which that kind of makes it funnier and neat, but at the same time, like, now we're really focusing like, wow, that's what we were saying in that song, and that's what we were up to. <laughs> so I forgot everything. Yeah. When you got in for Sebastian Charles? Yes. I saw on my like memories thing on Facebook a few months ago that... That's Facebook. <laughs> it's been over a year since I did that one song, uh, So Predictable. Which is on Bandcamp. Yeah. Look up the Sebastian Trials on, on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. <laughs> The song is so predictable, and it's... Tell me about it. It's, 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 it's me on vocals, drums, bass, a little bit of keys. You can't even hear them, really. And Brad White, uh, who recorded it, who was also in Divine Shakes, yeah. he, he's on guitar. I remember him from Ashes Fall back in the day. But I have so many songs written for Sebastian Trials. I just need to get to it. I've been procrastinating. I've just been so busy. Oh, and... Uh, Russian Love Machine, 
We've been saying this for a long time, but we're going to record soon. The last time we recorded was like 2012. Yeah, so, that's insane. Yeah. I, th- I thought about but that when I was trying to we, look up, like, I was, what was I? I was looking up one of your songs. I was like, it's one of their latest songs. And I was like, it's 2012. <laughs> and I'm still thinking of it as a new song. Yeah, I, re- I re- like, the last time I saw Rush and Love Machine was at a house show in uh, Geraldine, the Herald of Dean. And um, I thought I'd never seen you guys before, but I think looking back, it was just the first time I saw you guys sober. So, you know, what? it was really awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm never, say. I'm always sober. No, no, no me. Oh, I'm okay. talking about okay. myself. Yeah, I was about That's to why say. I didn't remember. No, no, no. Me and Jared are just always fucked up. No, no, no. That was me well, back I mean, in the day. You are always fucked up. Yeah, not, yeah. not on. Reformed, yeah, on just naturally. Reformed me. Um, saw you guys. Yeah. No, uh, I mean. You, had to have seen them because they just played they for a while there they were playing every show with round cats yeah i was yeah. pretty sure there's probably like three times where i came to yeah. jacob and i was like i'm glad i finally saw you yeah. guys probably probably but um it was really cool and that house show was a lot of fun yeah and i like the lights uh, down into yeah, it yeah i loved it um, it was a good show i loved all the the bands we played with yeah i remember gallant horn kind of like mm-hmm. uh the slow build mm-hmm. and uh did you guys open and then gallant horn played yeah yeah because you were playing when i walked mm-hmm. in and um, it's just it's just uh, Jared on bass and vocals, and you on drums, and you do vocals as well. Yep. Cool, cool. It's almost 50-50 yeah. now on vocals, and we've we have so much stuff to record. We've joked about doing a double album, but we've decided against that. You it's just we're just gonna do a four song EP real quick. Go Sandinista, do a triple album. <laughs> Get experimental with it. Oh, and to uh, the few people that say we sound like royal blood, we don't at all. You're just saying that because we're bass and drums. And second of all, <laughs> I don't want to sound like a hipster, but we've been a band longer. So there you, there you go. I'm not saying we're better. Just, I love them. It's like we couldn't just find a, we first. couldn't find a but guitarist say before it, they couldn't find just, a guitarist. Yeah, <laughs> just saying we were first. You can check no. Wikipedia that shit. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um, Google promoting a bunch of uh, <laughs> yeah. websites. Google send us paychecks. Yeah. Uh, there was only one other band that I've seen besides you guys that was just bass and drums, and they were a band that randomly played at Cave Nine. And they would just be like, this song's about the socioeconomic blah, 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 you know, like, and just keep going for like five minutes. They're like, just kidding, it's about lava. And then they do the same thing every song. Like, no, it's just lava again. And it was, it was a lot of fun. But I have no idea what their name was. Um, so, uh, is there anything else Jacob Brady Comment for? their name below. Oh, yes. If you know that if band. If you know their name. They yes. played at Cave Nine, and they were awesome. Oh, and hit subscribe if you're looking at this or listening to this on YouTube. I mean, you'd be looking at not really seeing much, but... Oh, yeah. Subscribe to that shit. Su- subscribe. 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 To- subscribe even if you're not watching. Yeah. Right? Yes. If you hate us, subscribe. Keep it playing over and over again all night. Give us views. Um, and send us money. As far as Jacob Reagan core goes, um, or Jacob core with two exclamation points as we have in our notes. Um, Absolutely. So, are there, are there any other bands you'd like to talk about that you were in currently? None that I can talk about. Tell 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 us about the False Suns. I mean, I've seen I've seen y'all. I think y'all are great. I've written review about you and stuff. But mm-hmm. tell us about what y'all do and how y'all got together. Like Divine Shakes hadn't done anything in a long time and Brad was wanting to do something uh, with me and Jared and he mentioned that years ago 
And then he had some kind of solo thing he was doing, Brad Norris, and he asked me to play drums on it. And we never got around to that, but eventually I was like, I think it's time to do that thing with Jared. And then Jared <coughs> submits. <laughs> Jared suggested Nate Glenn for guitar. And it turned out really rock and roll. Because mm -hmm. it's like Russian Love Machine slash, not really Divine Shakes, but like, it's like Russian Love Machine with Brad Norris vocals and Nate. Nate's rock and roll guitar over it. That sounds yeah. like the perfect Megazord of yeah. music. It definitely yeah. gets some good like post-punk vibes on some of the stuff. Oh, that's really awesome. Good. I mean, it's I like it. I like it better. Well, I don't want to say I like it better than Divine Shakes. I think I do. I really like Divine Shakes. I really liked the uh, I really like the second Divine Shakes album or release. Mm -hmm. That's the one with you on it. Yeah. The other one was garbage because it didn't have Jacob on it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have Jacob on it. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, no, I like I like I like that one too. I gave, yeah, I, but the one with Jacob, I, I really liked how it was recorded. I liked all the layers and, and stuff on there. That was the one with the sweet cardboard sleeve, yeah. right? Yeah, that was dope. It was weird because there was theirs was like nice little like. I forgot the word for it, but the foldy kind. But around that time, everybody kept putting all their stuff in like the little cardboard slip covers. And I just had like a collection of them. I just kept getting. Them. I was like, "What? The? It's like a new style." Of, like, like I have a set. It was pretty pretty rad because I actually uh, bought that from Cosmic Debris, and I was like, "It's cool to find local records in Cosmic and just be like, yes. Well, that was one of the big steps of uh, me getting away from a guy we were, we were recording with. Uh, our Tiger Hellside was recording with because. Uh, when we were talking about it, it ended up being our last recordings with him. When we were talking with him, he's like, "You hear that new Divine Shakes album?" And I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and I'm about to be like, "The thing, freaking, you know, is awesome." And he's like, oh, "It was terrible. I don't know what they were doing with the sound." And I was just like, "Shit!" He's like, it's like this is the guy who's recording this, and he thinks this album, which is like better than anything I've heard come from him, <laughs> saying it sounded bad, so we dropped him. Hmm. But we don't want to say bad things. We're not going to name any names like Jason or anything like that. <laughs> but I just assume Voorhees. But can't wait for the hate mail to roll in. And you look like you got something stirring in your pot. What's up? Leave your hate mail in the comments below. <laughs> with money. Yes. I put this in the notes. This has nothing to do with independent art in any way. It's made by Square Enix. Oh. <laughs> but Octopath Traveler is a game on the Nintendo Switch. And it's beginning really like high high reviews it's mm -hmm. an old school JRPG it has fancy graphics but still definitely a callback to old school stuff I mean it still looks very old school it's hard to describe how it looks but it's really mm -hmm. everybody knows about it if they're already kind of into the game if they're into Nintendo Switch they've probably read a bunch of reviews and everything but I feel like something that a lot of the reviewers are leaving out they're giving this thing like 9 out of 10 shit like that uh, and it's a great game if you liked JRPGs on the Super NES or maybe something you know some of the throwbacks to it like Pokemon kind of has aspects of that mm -hmm. but that kind of brings up my point something that these guys are not mentioning enough in the reviews or if you're somebody who just only reads the score and you don't read the review you're going to miss this part this game has random encounters you don't see the bad guys while you're walking around. Yeah, so there. it really is like a lot of the old SNES games. Yes, game. that would be a major turnoff to a lot of people. <coughs> now, it doesn't matter to me. I'm okay with it. But there's a lot of people who, mm -hmm. 
And it, it, I actually feel like it's kind of unfair because I feel like some of the people reviewing it, giving it high reviews, are the same ones who bitch about Pokemon games. Yeah. Not having, they'll be like, "Why well, we still got the random encounter shit and Pokemon. I think we're a little bit past that. And then Octopath Traveler comes out and it's like, this game's like perfect. Well, how are you going to catch them all if it's not random encounters? Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you have to, they want it to be like where you just see them all running around. And I mean, mm -hmm. I get how you can do it. You just, and a lot of games do that. You'll see like one enemy, mm -hmm. you run into the enemy, and then it's like, oh, three of his friends showed up mm -hmm. that you didn't see. Yes. And I, I get that. And on the old, in the old RPGs, the way that worked was that they just sim simply couldn't, they didn't have the space, they didn't have the, the room to put all those bad guys running around on the screen. Definitely. And I'm a more of a random encounter fan, which sounds like sexual deviancy, but yeah. it really just means I'm like Pokemon. Yes. And I, wasn't Super Mario RPG, did they have random encounters? In no, there? they had it They had it where you they ran into it. the guys. Okay. Because you'd see them and you could try to run away from where you crashed. You could try. And I actually, I, I like that in a lot of games. I like being able to see them because it does, even if they just overwhelm you, mm -hmm. there's still that moment of tension where you're just like, oh, you're trying to run away. Like, oh, get the hell down. And then it gets you and you're like, fuck. Yeah. But, I do feel like a lot of people aren't going to like that because that game is very grindy. I mean, it's, one thing is it's Octopath Traveler. It has eight different paths. That's why it's called mm -hmm. Octopath. So you play as eight different characters. So it's almost like eight mini JRPGs. That sounds pretty cool. So that so the, the grinding intensive. doesn't feel as rough. It's not as rough with that. But mm -hmm. there is still going to be a little bit of you pacing around back and forth the same area till, it, till the thing just randomly decides, oh, you hit a bad guy, and you fight him. I'd like to play it. That sounds... Uh, you actually kind of sold it to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great game. And not to switch topics, uh, how about the new Pokemon game that's coming out for the Nintendo Switch? Uh, are you guys excited about let's it? Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. Um, yeah, with the, the bangs. What do you guys think about the haircuts? I think that's good. I think I it's like fun. That. This game's uh, not a mainline Pokemon game. They're kind of having their cake and eating it, too, because it's... Not a mainline Pokemon game, but it's close enough to a mainline Pokemon game. From what I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jacob, because it would be funnier if it's you, it's kind of like based around, was it Pokemon Yellow? It is. It's ba it's a remake of Pokemon Yellow. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. And uh, it's a remake of Pokemon Yellow, but they tie in a lot of the gameplay stuff from Pokemon Go on the phone. So uh, it's... It's sort of an in-between. It's not as much for hardcore Pokemon gamers. I mean, hardcore guys are going to get into it because they're going to be like, yay, it's Pokemon Yellow. But it still has the battles the way they do. But to catch the Pokemon, you're slinging your Joy-Cons at the screen. That's how you have to catch them. They, or they have like you have a little Pokeball controller you can use yeah. to do it, which looks pretty neat, I want. The Pokeball controller sounds awesome. This game, I mean, it looks nice. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. But they have a real mainline, what they're considering the real mainline next Pokemon game will be coming out next year. Oh, really? Yeah. So this so, is just like a taste. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it makes sense because they usually try to have one out every year or so. Mm -hmm. And this kind of works because most of them have been, they do a, a remake and then they do a new one. And then a remake and a new one. Well, they're running out of things to remake, so they mm. remade Pokemon Yellow. Which is funny because Pokemon Yellow is kind of a remake. We'll never it, run out of things to remake. No. Yeah. What, what's, what's they're going to run out of Pokemon. What's the next one to remake? Uh, well, gold see, and silver, maybe? No, well, they don't want to go too far. They already remade those. They could do it again. Yeah, they could do it again. I mean, I'd be fine. I, I could play I, I love, love Black and White. I loved Black and White. So black things. and White was the one that pulled me in. That's actually I when I got into it. didn't get to play those. But Black and White's really good. I actually did not like X and Y because X and Y was on the new, like a newer engine. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those where 
you would run, it, you're like you'd be running down the street and it just feel like the street was sort of end. Like you kind of run around a corner and get stuck. And they use, I think they use the same engine. It looks like kind of the same on this new one too, a little bit. But for uh, Sun and Moon, oh. like Sun and Moon is way better than X and Y. Like it's like you can tell it's kind of the same engine, but it's like damn they, and they are making that poor little. 3ds chug on that thing so it is time for it to go it's time for them to move on to the the switch well, that port that thing is creaking it's like please most of the game's not even in 3d it's like come on and then they they put out the follow-up the ultra sun ultra moon mm-hmm. yeah that thing's just like help trying to push me through the hole yeah but this is what we've been yelling for since pokemon stadium came out like the original and um, which, by the way, I don't think holds up very well. No. But Pokemon, um, the, uh, the one where you take pictures. Yeah. Pokemon Snap. That was that was fun. I don't think it holds up either, though. Hey, I liked Hey You Pikachu. People need to shut the hell up. I didn't even have that. that shit. I didn't even fucking I wish, have that. I wish they had a new version of that. That's what they need to bring back. Just I want yeah. a virtual Pikachu just hey. living in my living room watching TV with me. Dude, that'd be dope. VR. Hey yeah. You Pikachu. I'll have a VR Pikachu. Yeah. With bangs. Uh huh. I'll put, I'll put that shit on right now. I'll be hugging hugging on you guys thinking you're <laughs> giant electric rats. Yeah, the only games I had, I had... Um, I'll pull your tail. <laughs> I had red, I had uh, gold, and I had yellow. Those are the only ones I got to play. I have yellow on my 3DS, and I haven't played it yet. But since we were uh, traveling so much at work, uh, we, we started playing Pokemon Go again. Yeah. And you do the raids, but yeah, you just tap a lot. You yeah, show never, up and tap. And yeah, I never, I never, I never got into Pokemon Go. I tried to, but it occurred to me that I just hate going places. Yeah, <laughs> really work out. See, we were forced to go with yeah, work. Yeah, so you might as well. And it's like, well, let's catch some Pokemon, yeah. you know. Um, especially when you show up in like Atlanta or Chattanooga, yeah. it's like a big area. Um, uh, do you have any thoughts about Pokemon you'd like to share before we move on? I hate black and white. Why do you hate black and white? It just, I don't know. Which one did I play? I think it was black. I don't know. It was it. it was you weird. Should've, you should have played felt, white. It felt like a weird transition. Because the white feels more like white. It feels if I recall, white seemed like it was a little bit darker than black was in some ways. It's weird. It's you. Um, here, here's here's the way it's always seemed to me. The one that seems like the lame one is usually the better one. Like nobody, everybody, like when black and white came out, everybody's like, I went and bought black, so you get the white one and it's better. You know, uh, X and Y. Everybody's like, I'm getting X, and I go, Why? And I, oh, yo, yeah. bring it in. Moon. So I got moon. everybody wants moon. Yeah, everybody wants moon. So it's like golf, and then you get sun, and you're like, yay! I uh, broke a can. Goddamn Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we move on from Pokemon, everyone state your favorite Pokemon. Uh, Andy, you first. Adam, <laughs> you first. Oshawa. I don't even know what Oshawa is. Oshawa is fantastic. If you ever watch the anime, you will fall in love with Oshawa. That poor little thing. He's, he he like? can't. I he can't has, remember. He's like a little little otter, beaver looking, oh, yeah. panda looking thing. Yeah. He's like he's like the next cutest after Pikachu. Like he's almost like the next Pikachu. When you put those two next to each other, but in, uh, in the anime, he's like. <laughs> he's going underwater like Ashes Pikachu. Ashes not Ashes Pikachu. Ashes Oshawa. Was like he was afraid to open his eyes underwater, but he finally opened them. Spoilers to save Ash. Wow! And it just warms your heart. That is that is heartwarming. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, Jacob, what it's is your favorite Pokemon? I don't really have one. You can say a few if you want to. Just splurt them out like um, your bands. 
let's see ones that come to mind that I really like. Mr. Mom. I thought yeah, I thought Lugia was awesome at the time. Lugia is awesome uh, all the time. What's cool? Uh, so you're kind of into the legendaries a little bit. I guess so. Um, I like Ivysaur a lot, specifically Ivysaur. Ivysaur, I actually have an Ivysaur doll, so I need to give it to you. Venusaur is ugly. Venusaur is pretty, yeah, it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to be intimidating, you Mm -hmm. know, but I do have an Ivysaur doll I got from Blockbuster that I will, I will give to you, just, um, I'll have to remember that. Mm -hmm. Um, You promised me that in front of all these people. I did. Hold me accountable. If you, if you. Don't give it to him. I'll just edit it out. Be all right. <laughs> well, it's at my house, so it'll be like a week from now. But um, I'm just gonna yell for the rest of the the whole podcast, <laughs> so you know if something was cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Ivy sore. But um, yes, uh, I guess mine would be uh, Blastoise because he was my first level 100 fixed Squirtle my first time, mm-hmm. um, and so he's a turtle with. Freaking hydro cannons. I mean, it's That's pretty cool. dope. He's, he would be on my list, I guess. My second favorite is Snorlax, and my third favorite, there was a unicorn, and I had like three of the cards in my deck, and everyone hated it, so I just kept buying more of them. Um, and it was expensive, but it was fun just to make people angry with my Pokemon card deck. But there is like an EX card. Oh, hey, real quick. If you have a copy of Independence Day on VHS, or you find one, give it to me. I have it, but I don't know if I still have it at my house. But if I can find that, you're getting an Ivysaur and a copy of Independence Day. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I want everyone to send me Independence Day. Uh, send him multiple co- uh, uh, yeah, copies of Independence Day. That sounds great. Um, Andy, have you thought of a single Pokemon yet? Um, can you name yes. a Pokemon? Can you name I can a name a Pokemon. Um, Do we need to play Charizard, Pikachu, Bulbasaur... Oh, okay. Well, are you doing the pokey rap, or are these your favorites? Uh, <laughs> do the pokey rap. <laughs> what, what is that? It's a rap. Yeah, it was on the Pokemon. original. No, were you never a child? <laughs> so we're going to go with Charizard, or Bulbasaur, or... Um, I guess Charizard. You He's like the dragons? one that shoots fire, right? It's because you play fucking Skyrim all the time, right? And Elder Scrolls and shit. Jacob, you hate black and white. That, that has some of the best starters. Black and white? What? Yeah, Oshawott, Snivy, pig thing. I, I hate the pig. It's amazing. <laughs> Ugly. Ugly. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I picked my Pokemon off looks. <laughs> the, yeah, they look got that, cool. those are the cutest ones. Lugia is a sexy beast, though. Um, I will say. In the like weird city roaming bit. I hate that. He's almost sold this game to that's me. It, like I want to go buy but, it now. See that that city. because I hate it. <laughs> like, you're talking about like that weird like special yes. city thing or whatever. Yeah, that, that's just it. in yours though. Because you, you hate should have gotten the other one. It's just in. It wouldn't have had that what? city. It has like a forest. Hmm. Yeah. See, so you fucked up. I still next hate. Time, next time, I next time you talk to me before you buy shit. I still, <laughs> I still hate the stars. Oh, um, bastard. I guess it's time to switch topics. Um... Let's three DS topics. And, yeah. Any final thoughts? More heated. Yes. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on Pokemon? 
I've been playing Pokemon Quest, and that thing's miserable. It looks miserable, but, but I can't stop playing it. No, it looks worse. Than, it's worse than you think because yeah. you see how you see how the Pokemon are all like running and attacking stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't control those Pokemon. Yeah, that's what my you're, friend said. You're yeah. literally just selecting like their specials. Yeah, but you can do stuff to build up specials. But I mean, it's like you're still doing it. You mm-hmm. just don't. You're like, I don't think I'm having fun. But yeah, I'm my screen is so cracked that I can barely see like the raids and go. So um, it's rough. Um, Alabama Underground Music Directory. We'd like to talk about that. Uh, I just thought it'd be a good idea to mention it. By the way, we have a list of random things that I thought of, just so we'll have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bad at segues, so I just yelled them out. Say the next <laughs> like, so Alabama, I'm like, huh? <laughs> no, I was. I, we haven't talked about that. We haven't mentioned it. But no. if you have, if you are a musician in Alabama, that would make you an Alabama musician. And you're of the underground variety, as in you're not signed to a major label and you're not famous, which would be most of you. <laughs> not like you're physically underground. No, I not mean, physically underground. Well, I don't know. I mean, mine's pretty hardcore. Where would you find this? Do you have to dig? Or? Yes. No. But we have a website. It's on <laughs> alabamaundergroundmusic.com. AlabamaUndergroundMusic.com. Yeah, this is actually something that we're involved in. We're not just promoting somebody else's shit. So, except, <laughs> except the website does promote everybody else's. Yeah, shit. it promotes everybody's fans. So never mind. I'll I take put, it back. I put this too many is, s's in that. This is just as just as stupid. But anyway, but no. So, what if they're like, they live three minutes into Georgia or Tennessee? That makes them a Georgia band. I mean, unless they it's consider themselves band. that, you know, because yeah. there's some some bands have like half. People live in one state and half the other. I count. I count that. That still Definitely. counts. You know? I've, I've seen someone else trying to do a directory of local bands, and I just wanted to say that Adam did it first, and That's right. um, <laughs> he probably has more than you. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> challenge, but no, we we're, we need to be. I have a few I have to add already, but that thing is it, there's there's always more bands we're missing. I'm talking about like it could be you could be a garage band mm-hmm. that only plays shows. You could be guys who were just like making demos mm-hmm. and just putting them on SoundCloud or something, just get in touch with us and I'll, I'll add your information to the list so that people can can find out more about you. And this list actually has helped people get get shows booked and uh, help bands who are coming in and, and touring, you know, find places. Although I've been really bad at finding touring bands, places to play in Alabama lately. Yeah. So venues get in touch with me. If you if you like if you want underground bands, want metal, punk, rap, whatever venues get venues. in touch with Adam get in touch with us but it's Alabama undergroundmusic.com and then we also we're on Facebook it's like I don't know it's something but you'll just do a search for Alabama <laughs> underground music Alabama <laughs> um okay um, so yeah what did you just say what the mumble it's Alabama underground uh, music uh, 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 is, is it that Tiger <laughs> <laughs> they are uh, now. Um, okay, this uh, this amazing list says uh, it, it wants to talk about how we plan on handling our guests in the future. Do you mean um, physically yes. or we will be cupping, cupping, yeah. cupping? Um, Basically everything in the future, not this. No, time. everything, everything <laughs> in the cabinet. We will be cupping. We will be spooning. We will be forking. There may be knifing if things get out of hand. Definitely. Okay, well, just come on the show and, you know... Come uh, all over the show. Yeah, come all over the show. Um, come all over But the show. We have, we have plans, like, we're going to have more guests. We're going to have more 
like we have Jacob on right now. He's hanging out with us. He's our friend. At least, you know, before the show, he was our friend. You know, we're going to be doing interviews with... <laughs> but not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> you assume I was before. Yeah. After the Pokemon <laughs> yeah. discussion. Elitist. We plan on having a whole lot more. There's a lot of people who are interested in being guests on here. A lot of people we'd like to have as guests on here. So we're going to have other people sit in with us. Uh, Jacob, I'm sure, will be back, you know, if if he can get over how bad this went for him. Mm-hmm. And if we promise it'll be better, maybe. I'll bring gifts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, didn't say, he didn't say gifts. He said gifts. I'm going to show you movie images on his phone. <laughs> Maybe um, the entire Independence Day in yes. gift format. So... But we're uh, we're also working on stuff. We're gonna try to maybe talk, be able to do interviews with people on Skype. Maybe go out and do interviews with people. Maybe we'll have interview segments or something. Um, I think that'd be a good thing. I haven't talked to you guys about it, but that's what I thought I'd tell everybody. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, we'll have some shows where we'll be able to go to other places, maybe to some shows. Mm-hmm. I think that would go a long way towards getting a lot of our Huntsville crowd because we're so yes. Huntsville focused, and yet here we are. Here we are. Nowhere near Huntsville. The gad. But I have a, I, there's a, I've been, in, I've been in contact with a bunch of people from Huntsville and Birmingham and everywhere in between there. Montgomery, that's right. We want to get the abusements on here. The abusements. And we want to get the governor on here. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We're gonna work on this. If there's anybody you that you would it. like us to have as a guest, please comment and we will try to get them on the show because we are not afraid to have anybody on the show. We are not. We are not afraid. We are not. Because this isn't my house. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's Andy's house. You yeah. Can, you know. And, uh, yeah. <coughs> All right. So, so we like to continue eating on. This, time. Um, this last topic that we have on here is a bit of a, uh intense topic. Um, Cody Jackson, uh, the one of the three drummers that have ever lived in Gadsden. Um, he, uh, he played uh, drums for uh, my band, Rush Punk. Um, yeah, we mentioned him like we've mentioned him the last two episodes. That's why I thought like yeah. we need to go ahead and just yeah. talk about him, talk about who he, who he was, and how he was important to us. Well, like uh, we had played you know Rush Punk without him and then we just like he happened to move back I think from Birmingham or somewhere I don't remember but um we got in touch with him and um our band jumped up like you know over 9,000 times better as soon as he like stepped behind the drum set um cause we recorded that first song White Diamond um and uh like as soon as it hit the breakdown like he just comes in like full force and it was amazing and um hanging out with him was a lot of fun um, I think the first band I saw him in was Seraphim, actually. Um, and I think Thomas Pondick was in that band back in the day. Um, Thomas, don't hate me if you weren't, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you were. Um, and Thomas, come on the show. Um, but yeah, uh, he was a, he's a really good dude. Um, yeah, he was almost in Tiger Hellside before we before we got Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, we had. We were about to have Taylor Wills, who was our original drummer. He was going to come back. Like Casey was playing drums now. Casey was our original bass player. Casey was playing drums. And so we were going to get Taylor Wills to come back, who was our... At first, we were going to get him to be our bass player, because he's a great bass player. So we were going to come back and play bass. But then we started talking to, to Cody, and we were like, okay, Cody can play bass. 
and Taylor could play an extra guitar. And I don't know if I don't know if Taylor believed that he. I think he might have thought we were kind of just sort of trying to shuffle him over to just playing an extra guitar because at that point Tiger Hellside only had one guitar. Mm-hmm. Since then we've had now right now we have two guitars in the band. That was sort of the direction we were headed because the recording that we did in the studio has two guitars. The first mm-hmm. album, even though there was only two members, so we hung out with Cody and we had him playing bass. We I think we did two or three practices with him. I don't know if I've ever heard him play bass. No, he was fantastic, but he way better than that Jacob idiot. But no, he was, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. he was he was really good. But he uh, we we played through Dino Rider, and he had like this crazy ass dance back and forth. It was like this caveman dance for the <laughs> outro, and it was like. <laughs> And I mean, it it was fantastic, but uh, him and Taylor both were the types who would just kind of disappear for a while. You know, you mm-hmm. might be there with them constantly for a while, and then they just kind of go off. They kind of they're free spirits in their own way. You know, mm-hmm. in kind different, not the same as each other, but in different ways. Definitely. So. Yeah, the thing about Cody is, uh, is everybody in the the music scene in Gadsden had some kind of connection with him. Um, you know, like uh, I mean, even I like. I was almost in band with him, um, though I never really was. So um, I think we we almost started a kind of a ska band with him. And, I'm sure we did. Um, but um, I just I love playing music with him. Um, yeah, he was a great drummer. And I wish I had been in a band with him. Yeah, he was so full of energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was a big big thing. But we, how long has it been since he's since he passed away? Um, about two years. About two something years. Like that. But lately, he's been just coming up a lot in conversation like we've mentioned him mm-hmm. on the last two episodes and then I've heard other people just mentioning him so you yeah, know just he's just he's he's never far away from anybody's thoughts yeah, he's, so, a, he's always in my thoughts and I don't want I don't I really don't want to this sounds bad I don't want to pretend that we were friends like I really didn't know him that well mm-hmm. but he he definitely had an impact on me so I could imagine how much of an impact he must have had on other folks yes, you know? um, yeah I hung out with him a lot because um, we used to hang out at the cultural arts center all the time in the parking lot and you know um, drink Pabst Blue Ribbon and stuff, you know, like, um, it was good times when we were kids, um, high schoolers, uh, yeah, who was the drummer for Suburban Skies? Does anybody remember? Oh, man. Uh, Andy would know if anybody knows. Yes, it wouldn't be me, I wasn't part of any of this stuff. Because there was, like, John McCartney was the I'm, Reagan Okay, um, I'm trying to think of who all was in it. Drew, uh, Drew was definitely in it. Drew. Pence was in it for um, a minute. Brian. And Owen, Owen was in it, wasn't he? Owen was in it. Was Owen the drummer? Oh, yeah, Owen was the drummer. Was he? Oh, Owen was the drummer. Um, no, because uh, Brian Brooks guitar. played guitar. Oh, yeah. Because remember they did Jacob? I thought he played bass. They did dueling banjos yeah. that yeah. one yeah. time. Yeah. And then <laughs> Brian played uh, Rain and Blood, you know, at Drew. Um, that was, a, I think, Suburban Sky's, like, last show. We got to open for him. A lot of fun. I don't know if they did a reunion show or what, but one of my favorite Suburban Skies moments. Um, my friends from high school are in this band. They're they're in this band called Cavalier, and they were heavily influenced by like Cody and Cambria, and like they ended up playing a lot of shows in Gadsden. They were really good. But um, the funniest thing about it, like they found out that they were like kind of a little bit emo influenced. So like right before they played, Drew's just like. All right, this song's called uh, "Wani" or this song's called "Wani Little Emo Bitch," and it's dedicated to the next band that's playing, and they play <laughs> "Emo Bitch." And um, that song, as much as Drew hates it, was a great song, um, along with "Minute Men." Or, 
Is it Fuck the Minute Man by the Reagans? That was a good song. Um, we should definitely have Drew on sometime. I, oh, yeah. yeah. We're, I'm going to wrangle him up. Yeah. For sure. Um, <laughs> uh, Tell us about Jacob, Court Jacob. Um, <laughs> you're in 90% of the bands in his music directory, and do you uh, work yeah. in your job? I don't want to say where your job is in case, you know, there's some axe murderers they'll, they'll listening. They'll sue us. <laughs> Shop at... I'm kidding. Um... But uh, are you going to any convention soon? You still uh, still doing the cosplay thing? Yeah, um, it's probably Dragon Con. Cool. Uh, are you going to do Red Robin again, or what do you think? I've got Robin, Red Robin, uh, Spider Man, Spike from Cowboy Bebop. I saw the Spike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was cool. That's my newest one. Go with Spider Robin. Dude, you could be a Spider Robin. An amalgam comic, you know. I don't remember if that's the right word, but I was a child when I tried to say it. It's like the Wolverine Batman guy. I forgot his name. It's Dark Claw. Oh, yeah. Is it Dark Claw? Yeah. That sounds... That sounds yeah. right. What yeah. That, what if that sounds right. Yes. Yeah. So and there was like Superboy and Spider-Man mixed together. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I have those comics, too. I can give to you. <laughs> uh, do, you do you have any property that you care about? <laughs> <laughs> But um, let's see. Uh, so yeah, did you did you ever cosplay as Nightwing, or am I just like? Um, I did a really crappy Nightwing one Halloween. I didn't know if that was just in my dreams or no, what. No, oh, dude, I do remember you in the Nightwing yeah. costume. Yeah, I do remember it. Did you wear a Nightwing costume party? to one of our shows? <laughs> I was there. You were at the, yeah. Oh, I got so drunk, I threw up all over that suit. Yeah, I got to. Some guy was just like, "Hey, do you want to um, hold an AR-15?" I was like, "Is it loaded?" He's like no, and so yeah, that was that was at that party too. What? Yeah, so I held an AR-15, but um, I didn't, you know, it obviously wasn't loaded. Um, it was unnecessary. <laughs> Drank a lot and tried to chop down a tree. Yeah, I remember uh, we played some super competitive board games, um, and uh, everybody was yelling at each other at one point, and I just started <laughs> blasting David Bowie heroes over everybody, and they got mad. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I'd like to go to a convention soon, um, but I still, I still haven't gotten up to the cosplay. And Have you ever been? I've been to one convention, and it was an anime convention, and I was there uh, helping work a booth for my friend's anime art. Did you wander around at all? I did. I got. I was just like hanging out. Was that awesome? Like, it was it's fantastic. Like, it's like a different world. Yeah, it was really cool. It smelled interesting, <laughs> but um, it smells bad. Yeah, and uh, it was. Um, Lots of sweaty costumes. It was the, the weirdest part is uh, the main guy that everybody was like, "Whoa!" About was like the doctor from Deep Space Nine, I think. The the, the like bald guy, um, he was there. But like to me, I was just walking around, and then I was like, "There's this guy sitting in the booth, and we talked to him, you know." And he's just like got a picture, and it was a bunch of anime characters. Did you meet? Did, did and you I was like, Voyager? maybe. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me out on my Star Trek. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in a while. I'm watching. Is that that's not the one with the the, the guy the, the doctor on Deep Space Nine is the guy who plays Ra's al Ghul on Gotham now. Oh well, fuck me then. Yeah, you're right. I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. The 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 guy that was just sitting there by himself was the voice of Krillin, like the Funimation voice. Um. The American Sonny version. Sonny Strait. Yeah, Sonny Strait was there. Yeah, and he's I met like, him. Really, he's yeah. really nice. Yeah, he's super nice. And uh, he does those comics. He has a band. He should be on. Oh yeah, we'll get Sunny Straight on here. Sunny Straight, if you're listening, come on our show. I'll send I'm it. Sure I'll send it to your <laughs> Facebook friends. 
Uh, yeah, I loved uh, I loved his comments because they they ask you know about if uh, he had a good time playing like Krillin, you know, because he died all the time, you know, kind of making fun of him. He's like, think about it. I got to sit in that booth and make the craziest noises of any character in that show. I mean, he's like, the guy that played Vegeta just did the same angry monotone, you know, just yelling the whole time, like, Kakarot, you know, like, that was horrible. But, um, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty cool to hang out with him. And then Todd Haberkorn was there, the guy that voiced Death the Kid. I think he might have voiced Broly at one point. Um, mm. But I'm not sure. But have you I seen... I know that name. But uh, Soul Eater? Mm-hmm. Oh, just check it out. I know his name though um yeah he's uh he was there he's like half german half japanese he's pretty cool uh dude um but they like hung out and they did a voice panel for um voice acting and they're like does anybody have any questions about voice acting and nobody did and they called the guy who played edward elwick real quick you know i forget his name but it's like vic uh, vic, vic, vic Mignana? yeah and like so all the guys were like his name? yeah everybody like fanned out you know and um it was pretty cool um and then this guy came in and they were like, is this the ghost hunting panel? <laughs> and uh, they just looked at each other and they're like, yes it is. And so they just told fake ghost stories for the whole panel. That's and then awesome. they eventually just told the story of when they like went after Slimer and Ghostbusters. <laughs> and then like they eventually just told Back to the Future the story while this guy was listening. And apparently he like got so mad uh, after he figured out it wasn't the ghost hunting panel, he tried to like physically assault them. So that was a it was a fun weekend. And then we went gambling and I drank like fifteen gin and tonics. It was pretty cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's my convention Wait, story. What convention? Um, Mobicon in Mobile. Mobicon. It was small. Okay, I've never been to that. Okay, so um, Gadcast. Any final thoughts? Anyone know what song we're gonna play after this? Ooh. Well. Uh... We'll spin the wheel and see what it see what it lands on. Because <laughs> the greatest thing about our podcast is that we never introduce the song that's going to yeah. be at the end it's of it. It's a surprise. Uh, you you can. You want to play? You want to play the Sebastian Charles? You, you can have my song. That would be cool. All right. All song right. by awesome. the Sebastian Charles. What's it called again? Sebastian Charles. So predictable. So predictable. I can't. I don't so know why I can't ever remember. It's only one. There's only one song. Yeah. You should be able to remember the, yeah. the damn song. Cool. Yeah, we can Google it. All right. It's that song goes, you're so predictable. <laughs> No, that's not how yeah, it is. Yeah, it sounds just like, exactly like that. So after this podcast, you'll be listening to Jacob Reagan's band. EMF. No. Uh, <laughs> the Sebastian Trials. Doing so predictable. Oh. <laughs> Sebastian Trials doing so predictable. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, any final thoughts, Andy? God bless. <laughs> any final thoughts, Adam? Carry on. My wayward son. Uh, beat no. me to it. Oh, any final no, thoughts, see, Jacob? Now see, that if, we were, if we were British, they'd be like, "Oh, like the old carry like on." Like keep calm and carry on. <laughs> yeah. Brexit. Yeah, that's great. Listening to a, a hillbilly make fun of British people, they're probably like, <laughs> "You <Yeah! laughs> uh, They all... have me here, held captive. <laughs> send, send help. Send food and money for Jacob. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Yeah. What's, will, what's the ransom? Money. <laughs> ten, how, how much ten, am I worth? Ten dollars. Little Caesar's. Ten <laughs> Little Caesar's pizzas. Five hundred dollar reduce. Five. Yeah. Seventy million doubloons. Um, we're gonna waterboard him on a waterbed until you guys give into our demands, or until he gives into our demands. Uh, I heard waterboards. Are, I mean, waterbeds are making a comeback. Waterboards. Are, 
Waterboards <laughs> water have made a steady. Uh, yeah, yeah, they haven't really left. They're just as popular as they ever were. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess that's it for Gadcast tonight. And um, enjoy the song. And um, Gadcast out.
Thank <laughs> you.